Good day, everybody. Taskmaster4450 here. Putting together another video for everyone. And what I'm going to talk about today is how quickly technology is advancing. And the reason why I want to bring this up is very simple. Because when it comes to Web3, <clears throat> when it comes to the transition away from our established system, we are going to see mass disruption. And because of that, people, entities, institutions, they will be on one of two sides of the fence. Either you are part of the disruption or you're part of the disrupted. It's that simple. And I don't think most people are aware of that. And why do I think this is important? Well, I've mentioned in other videos, the pace of change, the scope of change, and actually the fundamental premise of these technologies that we're dealing with, both AI and robotics. It's almost to the point where it's just a matter of scale. That's all it comes down to. If you can replace, let's say, five manufacturing jobs with robots, you can replace five million. And if you can replace five million, you can replace 50 million. And you could replace 500 million. The point being, it's only a matter of scaling. Now, obviously, there are certain jobs that initially when you're replacing five jobs that the bots can't do. But again, that's a timing thing. Because as you're scaling up the production of these things, and as you get more out there, more data is fed into these neural networks. The system learns more tasks. And I've broken down the math before, but if you have five robots each learning a task a day, just for simplicity's sake, the total number of tasks learned a day is five. Now, that's five by each robot, because the second you upgrade each of the robot software, they now not only have the tasks they learned, but the four others pretty simple. Now take 50 robots. Now take 500 robots. Now take 5,000 robots. Now take 50,000 robots. If you have 50,000 robots and they're each learning a task a day and you up, upgrade the software at the end of the day, each of those robots now knows how to do 50,000 more tasks than it did the day before. Now, obviously, this is a simplistic way of looking at things. But it also is essentially how it works. See, unlike humans, where you replace out a human with another human, the new human is going to have a learning curve. They're going to have to start from maybe not scratch, but they're definitely not going to know what the individual who left 
because even if they know how to, let's say, run the equipment, they may not know that particular model or they may not know that particular assembly line. They may not know where everything is. Now, a lot of this stuff isn't hard to learn. So learning where the supplies are, learning where, you know, all that is, learning how, how a company operates, you can pick that up. But the point being, you add another robot to the line, it's uploaded with all that knowledge. And so I am a believer that job destruction is going to take place over the next five to seven years and it's going to take place at a scale most do not think about there were 42,000 jobs layoffs within the tech sector in the united states 42,000 this at a time when most of these companies stock is near an all-time high these companies profits are very strong they seem to be growing and expanding and yet they're laying people off 42,000 of them tech companies mega tech companies why my opinion is they tech the jobs out they automate we know Google is turning if they haven't done it already their entire advertising platform not gonna have people they feel they can do it exclusively with software, with the AI. The software can design the layout of the ads, where they go on the page, what type of ads, all that stuff. And there's not going to be humans employed. That's just one example. So what we have is we have a situation where the basic essence of people's sustainability income capital is being disrupted we also have the dual situation where the alternative over the last 20 25 years seems to have been good bad or otherwise the gig economy this was a way for people to supplement their incomes to add to their incomes and unfortunately, in some instances, having to try to replace their incomes. Now, as a supplement, it may have been effective. Overall, it doesn't seem to be very effective as a replacement in most instances. There are some instances where obviously people excel. But I don't know if that's exactly the gig economy. That's more, you know, somebody getting on YouTube or somebody being some type of creator. They set up, basically, they become a business. And they, they approach it with a business acumen. But that's all being disrupted. That's changing completely. Now, how it's exactly going to change for Web 2, that's hard to tell. But a lot of these entities are moving into AI, moving into uh, things of that nature. And that will obviously enhance these platforms. But how will they change it? Hard to tell. But when I make some of the proclamations that I do about technology, when I start poo-pooing certain ideas, like I did the metaverse, I knew the metaverse was hype. 
I've been watching technological progress for long enough to know. And using the metrics that I use, one which is kind of one I self-designed, it was total hype. It's complete nonsense. Now, I've applied those same metrics to what I'm seeing with AI. That's not hype. This is legit. This is real. And so if we start to see some breakthroughs, which, you know, these large language models obviously are having huge breakthroughs, you are going to see, and when we go past that, when we start to go into images, video, not only for creation, but for learning. And supposedly, a lot of these robotic training methods are done using video. Simply film somebody doing the activity and then replicate it. You know, well, then, then have the, the, the bot or the software go through the video 50 or 100 times. And of course, they can go through the video at super high speed. You don't have to just do it at 1.25 playback speed. They can jack that sucker up 100x if they want. So these are where the tentacles are going. <clears throat> and are people prepared? No. Are people in disbelief? Are people going to be in disbelief? Yes. Are people still clinging to the history of the past. Yes. And I'm here to tell you, nothing operates in the speed of the last 25, 30, 50 years. Ray Kurzweil. Now, you, 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 you might think the guy a clown. You might not think the guy a clown. It really doesn't matter. But he has stated that we will see change to society in the next 10 years that mirrors what happened in the last 100. So basically what's happened over the last century is operating at a 10x speed compared to the average of what we've done over the last century. And to be honest with you, that may be understated. We don't know. We're barely two months into 2024. And look at how far robotics have come. And it's not that all these breakthroughs happened in the last 63 days or whatever it is. But what I'm talking about is we, turned, we entered the new year. Robots were still something from the Jetsons. Yeah, you have industrial robots with the arm that, you know, rivets stuff in and manufacturing and all that. But humanoid robots were not on the minds of most people. Now, obviously, it's because I clicked on a few of them, so my YouTube feed just keeps being populated with them. But they're all over my YouTube feed. People are talking about this. And it's not all just futurists and mega tech people and these people who are AI experts. They're certainly them, and for good reason. But we're talking about 
investors. We're talking about think tanks. We're talking about Wall Street people. We're talking about, you know, just average people who have an interest in something. Or people who focus on a specific industry. That's amazing. So, my point being, we need to accelerate. Well, first off, we need to expand the potential of our thinking. And then we need to accelerate how we think everything's going to unfold. Now, I'm not saying that everything's going to change next week. Because it's not. But what I am saying is there is the potentiality for mass disruption in a couple year period of time. And see what happens is you you get the headline stories. We see what OpenAI is doing, we see what Google is doing, we see what you know entities like that are doing. That that's what gather garners the headlines. But what is Autodesk doing? Autodesk is the company that puts out uh, CAD software. I think they're called Autodesk. Maybe they were even bought out. I don't know. But what's happening with CAD software? What's happening with accounting software? What's happened with legal software? What's happening with the software at car dealerships? What's happening with point-of-sale software? See, because... We can focus on just the, these LLMs and all this other stuff. But this stuff's being incorporated into a lot of these other softwares. And what does that do? How does that change things? What does that do to the accounting profession, to the legal profession? What does it do to the information? Let's take a law office. And by the way, as this gets incorporated, it's not only the mega law offices that have like millions to spend. We're talking the one, two, three, four person law office that suddenly they have access to these tools. Or, you know, three, four partner law firms. What happens to paralegals? What happens to data entry people? What happens to all of that? I don't know. I can't answer. Because I don't know what's going on with the software. But you know who does? The people in that industry. The people who write the software, the manufacturers, the people out there selling the software, the people who are being with the attorneys. And in, over time, the attorneys themselves know what's happening with the software. Things are going in. They're going hyper. And that's why, and one of these days I'm going to do a video on hyper, hyper growth. Because we're certainly looking at that. And this ultimately, to, to, to sum it up, this all feeds into deflation. If you think that inflation is going to be hanging around for the next five years, maybe based upon the metrics they use, but the impact will be deflationary. Hope everybody has a great day. We'll catch you next time.